to bring you this next episode talking about something that is near and dear to my heart, near and dear, you know, because it's it's something that I lived. And like I say in a lot of my episodes, we teach most what we needed to learn or what we are currently learning. So today we're going to let me, let me tell you about who I am, just in case you're new to the podcast. My name is Tamika Michelle. I am a motivational speaker. I am a mother, a wife. I am a friend, a sister, a published author. And I guess I can add to the resume, I am a podcaster. Woo woo. <laughs> you can find me. I haven't been doing this. It is really uncomfortable for me to promote myself, but I'm learning to push um, all of my ideas and push um, just who I am. So you can find me. Um, all my hashtags are Tamika Thomas um, on uh, social on Facebook and Instagram, or on Twitter at Tuesday with Tamika. Tuesday with Tamika. <laughs> all right so clearly i didn't get the gift of singing but that's all right i didn't get the gift of speaking so let's jump into today's topic we are going to talk about relationships after divorce good lord so let me just give you a little background history so i am not ashamed to say I am a divorce, cancel, clear, delete. We don't say divorce. We say we have successfully completed, completed some, some relationships. relationships. Yes. So I have successfully completed two relationships and I am now in what I believe is a kingdom relationship. It's definitely the relationship that has um that that's right for me you know and I, i'm super excited i am married to an amazing man and it came after my second uh sex successfully completed <laughs> relationship yeah it came right after that well not right after that it actually came six years after that relationship um because that D word happens to, it, it puts a stigma a stigma on us that voice that you hear in the background, I'm going to just go ahead and bring her on in, <laughs> is my co-host, the wonderful Miss P, Miss P hey, Wacky, hey. if you're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> this is my sister um, and my co-host that I absolutely love. Hey, sis, hey, sis you got, got a minute? Hey, sis, you got a minute? Hey, sis, you got a minute? Hey, sis, you got a minute? This is a conversation that, you know, unfortunately or fortunately... Well, we, for, I feel quite fortunate, right? We both have a lot of um, experience in. And so we are going to just, this is just going to be a really candid, open and honest conversation about relationships. So 
I'm going to give a little bit of my, my history and my story, and then I'm going to pass the mic to P, and she's going to tell you how she's navigated um, relationships after the D word. So for me, um, a little backstory. So I was married extremely young. I think we both have this mm -hmm. in common. So we, um, we grew up in a very, very strict religious home. And six months after graduating high school, I was married um, to my children's father. And I, tr I truly believe that there's three purpose for relationships. Some are life-giving, some are lifelong, and some teach you a life lesson. So my relationship with my children's father was definitely life-giving. We produced three of the most amazing human beings that are on this planet. So there, there's no hard feelings. Um, we were married for 11 years and I learned a lot. You know, I grew a lot. I learned a lot about myself. Um, but because of that kind of religious background that I had, um, I was having sex. I was fornicating. Mm -hmm. I was, yeah. you know, so quickly after meeting him without really knowing him, we jumped into the marriage. Um, and, and honestly, um, statistics say that when you're married that young, it only lasts like three to five years. So we beat the odds and we did um, for our children. Now we have a wonderful co-parent relationship where we co-parent like champs. Um, and six months, because I was still stuck in that religious mind frame, six months after divorcing him, I was married again to what I believed at that time was going to be a lifelong relationship. And this relationship taught me some stuff. So it was yeah. life giving. I truly believe that without that experience, I wouldn't be who I am today. Yeah. I know that 100% for um, a fact. Um, and that relationship only lasted two years before it successfully completed. And I tell you, I learned so much. Many so, lessons. Many, many <laughs> lessons. Um, in that relationship, like you said, P, in our last episode, our our life, um, our successes and our lessons are our own. And in that relationship, um, a couple of things happened. It was the first time that I experienced domestic violence, and it was it was the last time I experienced uh -huh. domestic violence. Cause knock if you yeah. buck, you feel yeah. me? <laughs> yes. So, um, and then I also experienced a uh, a stroke because of the amount of stress and pressure that I was under in that relationship. Um, but, you know, again, no love loss. I, I wish him well, and I hope he's doing all right. He's There is no relationship between me and him because it's successfully completed. completed. It's over. <laughs> Hallelujah, church. Let the church say amen. Amen. <laughs> um, so from, from that, I realized, okay, Tamika, you got some growing to do. And instead of me jumping into another relationship, now I ain't going to sit up here in front. I ain't going to hold you. I've had some situationships. Some situationships. <laughs> in, in between time and in the meantime. In the meantime. <laughs> However, um, I knew that marriage, first of all, I knew I was a wife. Yes. So there are a lot of women out here. You know, I believe... I don't know the statistics right offhand, but I know that there are probably about seven times more women than there are men on this planet. But just because you born female, you you already know where I'm going yeah, with this. Does, speak about does it. not make you a wife. Yes. But I knew that I was a wife. Yes. I knew that I was I was born, I was created to be a wife. Not that that's all that I am, but that's definitely a characteristic that I have. So 
I, but I want it to be the best wife that I could possibly be yes. when that time came. So I needed one, I needed to heal. I needed to learn me. I need to learn what type of love I needed in a relationship. So I took that six year hiatus until I met Mr. Mr. Chocolate, Mr. Paul <laughs> Thomas. Man, this brother right here, boy, he he is my all in all. And I, I'm, I'm super excited that in my case, there was success yeah. after the D word, right? Yeah. After I successfully completed those relationships, I have now found some success. Um, and I want to, you know, we're going to talk you and walk you through some of the reasons of why we are successful. But I want P to go ahead and jump in and kind of tell her story about relationships and how all these things have unfolded for her. Well, I think our stories have a lot of parallels. Um, I was married very young uh, to my one of my childhood best friends. He was an amazing man. We were young. We were stupid. Didn't know what we were doing. Didn't know what we signed up for. And um, and it kind of just ended. But he was such a good person. Uh, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. I have no- nothing bad to say about him. Um, we were just two young kids trying to figure it out. And we just couldn't. Um, my second... Marriage, I was uh, definitely, I thought more about it and I felt like I was in a better position uh, as far as maturity for it. But we just had this kind of explosive relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It had very intense loving moments, but also very intense toxic moments. And you can only do so much of that before you have to decide you want to change. And unfortunately, we were just not on the same page regarding that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I learned the best lessons about love and about life in that relationship and about what I wanted in my life and who I wanted to be. Yeah. Um, and I'm really thankful for that relationship because I think it, it's molded me and changed me and kind of shot me into my own healing and the things I needed to realize about my own self and my own shortcomings. Yeah. Um, I am now currently engaged. It's very new. It's very new. Um, I'm like engaged for like three minutes. It's been like, I guess three days. Wow. um, Mike drive. She just told the people. (laughs) Shout out to my baby. Um, and I, like, I think I, I'm in the middle part, um, a, a, a lot of people may say it's fast, it's quick. It, I'm about um, a year and a half out of my the split from my ex-husband. It definitely was not anticipated. I didn't um, go out and be like, yeah, I'm going to be married tomorrow. But I think there's some, some truth when you speak to being born to be a wife. Mm. Um, I feel like... Um, that's just always. I'm not someone's just ride or die chick. I'm not someone. Come on, we don't. We not cut from uh, that cloth. Yeah, like if if you want husband um, benefits, you have to um, purchase the cow. If so, the sweets. Uh, you know, you can only get. Some if he like it, the, the, the evangelist, uh, Miss Beyonce. <laughs> Shout out to the beehive. My brother hates it every time I say this, but I am an honorary member. The evangelist said, if you like it. What you gonna do? You just need to put a ring on it. <laughs> yeah. Period. Period. So I think there's just a sense of that. Um, you know, a lot of things. Last episode we talked about comparison and people, because I know people. Hell, yes, I'm engaged. So, so. And and I will fight you. <laughs> I will fight you. 
Um, but I know people will have some, oh, well, what about this or what about that? Um, but what people don't know, when I was on Facebook and on Instagram cheesing with my very toxic relationship with my ex-husband, oh, people didn't God. know the work that I did in my own journal. Well, Hashtag, I hope you got that journal. Hope you, hold on, commercial breaks. Can we just right here talk about, about this journal? <laughs> this journal. So, Tuesday with Tamika, we drop in a journal. Our first journal will be released on April 4th, 2020. Just for our podcast listeners, we are going to extend the promotion of $4.44. So if you are under the sound of my voice and you are listening to this podcast, go on over to TuesdayWithTamika at gmail.com and tell us that you want this journal. This journal is life just changing. Both of us have done journaling work to get to where we're at today. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in this episode, but this this deserved a commercial break. You just got to put it in. (laughs) Go ahead over to TuesdayWithTamika at gmail.com and just, and you have to hashtag or somewhere in your email tell us that you heard this on the Tuesday with Tamika podcast and we will give you the journal for the promotional price of $4.44 you can't beat that with the stick that's less than a happy meal less than a cup of coffee come on now go ahead sis well so back to the journaling um after one of uh a very horrible argument um, that I had. I remember uh, I drove to the park and I'm crying and I'm praying, and I'm praying like God, this is the type of one, this is the type of husband that I desire in my life. And I'm thinking I'm interceding for my current marriage, mm. and I'm thinking I'm praying and I'm asking God for for this to be instilled in my then husband. Right. Right. Um. But after that, I would always close my prayer, your will be done. Man. Your will be done, God. Change me. Do whatever it takes. Because I'm, I, I, um, in that marriage, I got tattooed on my hand. When a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. And a lot of people thought I did that for my ex-husband. But I did that because I realized within myself that I was a wife. Yeah. That I was a good thing. Yeah. And I was valuable. And that I was going to be able to do whatever it takes to be a good wife. Yeah. Um, and I always prayed, your will be done. And that was some harsh will. Man, it was say. some harsh the Bible Will. says <laughs> that life and death is in the power of our time. So when we truly seek God and ask him and, and the, so the, the, you know, one of the memory verses that if you grew up in church yes. and if you haven't just hold on and, and let Get me talk in to you. Okay. <laughs> um, one of the memory verses that you learn is the, the Lord's prayer. Yes. I was reflecting on mm-hmm. that when it says, "Thy will be done." Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. When we when we pray that, like, and when we we repeat that, just like you did when you were mm-hmm. interceding and, and and taking that time to seek the Lord for direction in your yeah. um, successfully completed relationship, we didn't realize God's will. It's not your will. It's not your it's will. It's not your will at all. And it's it's such a dangerous place to be and a scary place to be. But it's also a very, if you truly relent and, and lean on God's promises, it's also a very comfortable place to be. Yeah. Now, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know when I was praying God's will to be done that he will be revealing things that well, were not... I got the chills because won't he do it? And so God revealed it, revealed what he needed to. Yeah. And and so 
that's how we came to the successful completion of the relationship. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the strength that it's, it instilled. I'm thankful for it inspiring me to go to therapy to get myself together. Because if y'all know me, you know I'm crazy. I, <laughs> I don't hide it for nobody. Um, but I was lucky. Yeah. You know, a girlfriend, I, she was like, girl, you just sitting there watching the paint dry in your apartment for these last eight months. Yeah. Like, get out. And so I was like, fine. You're like, what is it going to hurt? I got out. And I'm going, the whole time in that eight months, as I'm reading, as I'm going to therapy, I'm actually still praying about this list that I wrote yeah. in my journal. It was 40 things and I'm praying and I'm praying because I knew, I knew. Now, if that ain't a word, 40 things in the journal co- come out April 4th and it's only $4.44. You, know, you better listen to the Lord when, just he, when he's talking. <laughs> so I, I was, I knew knowing myself, I know like I'm the, I'm a young 33. I wasn't going, even though it was my second completed relationship, I knew I was going to be single for the rest of my life. Right. And so I just wanted to be intentional and I wanted to meditate on, cause I knew my next relationship, I wanted to be my last relationship. Yeah. I'm not getting any younger and I ain't saying I want kids, but Hey, you know, leave the door open. Maybe a little crack, crack it open. You know, you can still put a doorstop just in case maybe <laughs> like you got to think about it. But anyway, um, and so when I started dating my now fiance, I was really amazed. I thought I was just going, you know, see what the booty do. On the oh weekend. my God, Lord I'm just saying, I'm being honest. <laughs> you know, it was a long time. So what that booty do? I was, you know. <laughs> but um, but no, to me, because I was meditating, because I was praying, and yeah, hey, yeah, I did want to see what the booty do, and I'm praying. Look, be real. I'm a Christian. This is where I'm at in my walk. She so I'm God, just, but she sex a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> and so, but because I was so intentional about when, when I started seeing him, I was very aware of the qualities that he was displaying. I was very, because I was, you know, I had me a little basketball team set up and I just had to clear the roster. Man, man. And it, it happened very unbeknownst. It happened very quickly. Uh, but then at the same time, that goes back to the lack of comparison. I could have been like, oh, people going to say this is too quick. Yeah. People not going to agree with this. People not going to support. People going to say I'm this or I'm that. And I just don't you care. stayed in your lane. I stayed in my lane and I did what was right for me. And, and, and girl, the you, I wish the, you could see. The rock on the finger is right. My brother, my brother did her right. And I, so, I'm super proud because... Yes. She's happy, she's glowing, and, and it shows. So you guys, you know, Tuesday with Tamika, one of the things that we really pride ourselves on is the transparency that we bring to the table. So I want to, um, before I kind of go into, because she went into talking about how she got her boo thing. So, yeah. you know, I got to talk <laughs> about how my boo thing came. Because some of y'all is super bougie and y'all don't be answering them DMs. Yes. But let me tell you. Yes, it goes down in the DMs. So my husband actually hit me up via Facebook. And I, it's, the story is too, it, it's, it's really like, we need a lifetime movie to really <laughs> talk about how crazy this story is. But he hit me up um, in, you know, via Facebook. And it's crazy because we had mutual friends. And it started when, um, don't get emotional, Tamika. Don't get emotional. Don't get emotional. <laughs> you always it started get emotional. when one of my sisters 
So those of you that may not know, I am the oldest of 10. I have 10 beautiful brothers and sisters that are underneath me. And one of my sisters on my biological mother's side, her daughter passed away. And um, I was posting about it because it was a tragic event for our family. Yes, I love you, Quita, so much. And I'm so proud of you um, for your strength and your courage. You have no idea how much you inspire me. Definitely. So um, during that time, I was posting, you know, um, about my niece and, and um, asking, you know, people on Facebook to really just keep our family in prayer. And he hit me up and he was like, wow, I think I know your family. And I'm like, no, you don't know my family um, because we have mutual friends on, on, in common, but they were all on my dad's side of the family, yeah. our mutual friends that we had in common. So to make a very long story short, our, um, our children, so together me and my husband have eight kids. Our children have a cousin in common because one of my sisters and his ex-wife's brother has a child together. Um, and it's just crazy how closely connected we are, yeah. but we never cross paths, cross paths yeah. because it was so imperative that God did a work in us. He he was do he was healing us to be what we need to be. Yeah. So my husband hit me up. Um, and I was, I, at this time I had not been dating. I was just, I was content. It was me and my kids. We were living our best lives. I was taking trips. I was happy. I was speaking. I was traveling. Like my life was good. And I had, you know, was doing some casual dating, but it, it felt um, pointless. It felt fruitfulness yeah. because again, I know that I'm a wife. So I was like, this is whack. This is for the birds. This is not for me. So I cut everybody off and I remember praying and I, I remember telling God, if this is how my life is as a single woman, I'm straight. Like, yeah. I'm content. I was happy with how I was. Um, two weeks later, my husband hits me up. He asked me out on a date. And what um, really um, sparked my interest is as we were kind of texting via the DMs, um, he said, um, hold on. I don't want you to think that I'm, like, not neglecting you or that I'm um, not responding, but I have to take my kids to their mother's house, so I want to spend this time with it. And I was like... Yeah, you better be a good daddy. That's a good daddy. Yes. So that really, yes, um, I, that like did something for me. And I was like, because I got children, so he's going to be a part of their life. So if he's taking care of his own kids, I know he's going to. So yes, priorities. we um, ended up going out on a date and the first date was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> I um, had my guard up. I was being a, not a nice Christian. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, it was just all because I, my, my walls were up. He reminded me, uh, here we go. My husband was my mirror. Yeah. Like on the first date, he reminded me of everything that I was. And it, it scared me. Like mm -hmm. it really scared me. And I was like, this is too, uh, -uh I'm not yeah. for this. Yeah. So I was mean to him. I, he tried to hold my hand. I put my purse on that side. So I was like, look, looked at him like, brother, I dare you. You better not touch <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. Right. So. Um, but then that night, my spirit, man, I was just, I couldn't sleep. Yeah. I couldn't sleep. So what do we do when we can't sleep? We go on social go. media. Checking DMs. <laughs> so I, I, I went on social media and I saw that he had posted something like he couldn't sleep and he was tossing and turning all night. So I'm like, Ugh. so I, I called him the next morning and I was just like, you know, thank you for taking me out and I hope you have a good day and maybe we can do this again. So then we go out on a date like two weeks later. 
And I'm surprised that he even took me out because I was so mean. And like, look at that booty, girl. He was just like, you see, it's just when you got to see what the booty do, you got to see. Paul is not like that. He a good, good good Christian man. A good, good Christian man. (laughs) So, um, okay. So then the second day, before we go on the day, I pray. And I put on my grandmother's bracelet because if there was ever a wife, that woman, Morley Sims, was a wife. And I just wanted to embody everything that she was, Um, the grace that she carried, the wisdom that she had. So she gave me a bracelet like 18 years ago, 20 years ago, and I keep it and I only bring it out on special occasions when I want to, you know, feel her presence. And so I put on the bracelet for the date. And then I asked the Lord, I said, if he's my husband, he's going to, or if he's the right one, if I should continue this, he's going to bring roses to the date. He does not bring roses. And I'm like, huh, I knew it. Uh-uh. Right? <laughs> so what he does is he gives me, he presents me with several gifts throughout the date. Yeah. This is our second date. Yeah. This man presents me with a watch, with a blouse, with a workout shirt, with mm-hmm. a purse, like all this stuff throughout the date. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like... And you know what he says to me? He says, some women expect roses on their date. You deserve a lot more. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? I see you, God. Mm -hmm. I see you. So I'm crying. I'm bawling. The next day, he sends roses to my my job. So it was almost like just meant to be. And we're sharing all this to, to, to... you know, I, I don't want to get into the, the ugly stuff of our past relationships yeah. because it doesn't even matter. I think that's why people don't have success in current relationships because they're looking backwards. They're looking I into think the there's past. Definitely a healthy level of let's look what happened. Yes. Let's look where I failed. Not where my the partner I was with failed. Because you can't do nothing about that. They're not going with you in your That's new relationship. So good. Look at where you failed as a person. And if you can't find any ways that you failed, you are probably a big part of the problem. You are a big Because problem. in both of my successful completed relationships, there were huge areas where I failed. Huge areas where I needed to grow huge areas where I needed to look at myself and why I was in these situations why these things were taking place but I think the big part of it is only taking that with you Mm. don't take the hang-ups and what happened in a relationship the hurts take your time to heal I will always tell you hashtag therapy works therapy works (laughs) um do the work that you need to to do to get to where you need to be and where you want to be. And also remember that that journey and what that looks like is different for each person. It's different. So as you walk your journey, uh, you know, after you complete your relationship and you're walking your journey uh, to do whatever you want to do, keep that in mind. If you want to be in a relationship, if you feel like you are a wife and that is your calling, then pursue that. Figure out what you need to do to set yourself up to do that. If you, if you like, forget relationships. I'm, you know, I'm a queen all by myself. Do that. Do what's going to make you whole. Don't look to your left or to your right comparing what your relationship or their 20-year marriage to your failed or completed, let's say, completed relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and just live your truth and just 
love yourself and then as long as you love yourself there will always be there you will attract people to love you and that share that love as well is the key right so what happens a lot of times why we continue to get in this these cycles of negative relationships is because i, I like to you you know i talk in ana analogies so a lot of times what happens if you have a picture right and you put it in a frame. A lot of times what happens is we take that picture. This is what happens in relationships. We take that picture out of the frame and then we replace it with another picture. But the frame is still there. Mm -hmm. You are the frame. The yes. frame is you. So yes. if you don't change you, if you don't work on you, you're going to keep replacing. And both, me and my sister both talked about journaling. We talked mm -hmm. about praying. We talked about meditating. We talked about finding out who we are, loving ourselves. That's the only reason why we're in these good, good, healthy relationships yes. now. Because we did the work. What happens is we we people don't want to do the work. They just want to replace the picture, replace the picture, replace. I think they just blame the partner, blame the partner, blame the partner. Oh, well, he wasn't right for me because he did this and he did that and he did and this one did this. And they did what they did. Like, it's not like I broke up with both of my ex-husbands because we were they having were perfect, a good time. Right. No, it, there was being they were some Yeah, they was they were some stuff. You know. But neither was I. I was doing some well, stuff too. Well I was doing things that I shouldn't do. I, I you know. And so I have to realize that I'm the only common denominator and I need to get to a place where I am healthy. I need to be the relationship with myself yes. that I want to be with my partner, if that makes sense. Yes. Now, in today's um, tweetable moment, sorry to cut you off, no, sis, okay. is love as if you've never been hurt. Hashtag that, um, add that to your story and tag Tuesday with tag us in your story. Love as if you've never been hurt. The only way, once you've done the work and once you start loving you and love and journaling and, and praying and going out and, and doing all these wonderful stuff, and once you manifest that perfect relationship, don't make them pay for the broken dishes that somebody yes, else did. Yes. In the Clean past. all of that out. Clean that Clean, out. Buy yourself some new dishes new for dishes. yourself. And love for yourself. If you've never yes. been hurt. Yes. If you are keeping score in your relationship, it will never work. If you believe that all men or all women are dogs, we're not going to just be on the dudes today because there's some trash females out there. Uh. There's some trash yes, women. Definitely. There are some women out here that have these men broken and that mm -hmm. have them feeling like they'll never be in a relationship again because they were basura. They were yeah. straight up trash. But I think him. that's a part of what's going on in, in today's dating culture. Well. Is is everything about today's dating culture tells me I need to have all the hot girl summers that I want, like, you know, F dudes, like, I'm I'm educated, I'm successful, I got my career, I don't I need a man, but that ain't me. That's not my testimony. <laughs> Never mind. I won't spell independent, but... Yeah, I-N-D. White Middale. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you know what it is. But you really have... 
you know, everybody, oh, oh, well, women are trash or men are trash. Everybody is trash who don't want, who, who don't want to look at themselves and become better. That part. Everybody is trash that want to blame the opposite sex for the, what's going on in the community and this one and that one. We have to all choose to be better. Yeah, You can't just be blaming people for your failed relationship. You have to choose to be better. Yes. You have mm. to choose to attract what you want, to be who you want in your life. And here, here is the kicker for me. You know, and I know you had talked about leaving that door open for children. My biggest thing is I didn't want my children to repeat these unhealthy cycles yes. and these unhealthy relationships. Definitely. I am raising when my children, when my boys were born, I didn't look at them as little boys. I re- I looked at them at one day, one day they're going to be somebody's husband. Yes. How do I want them to treat the only way, the only way that they're going to know how to treat a woman, one is how I behave and how whoever I'm in partnership with yeah. treats me. Yeah. I am so blessed that my husband shows in the the two years that me and my husband have been in partnership, my sons have learned so So much 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 about being a husband, being, you know, they're not even close to being in a relationship, but they have learned so much. My daughter clearly understands what it means to be treated right, you know, what it means to be loved and, and, you know, to have a healthy relationship. My husband's children, my bonus babies, like they, they see their dad and they're like, wow, because it's not just everything that he does, but it's what we do together. Both of us made the vow to love as if we've never been hurt. My husband has a story all of his own. And one day I'm praying that he's able to be a guest on this podcast because he comes with so much wisdom about relationships and how to love as if you've never been hurt. So I'm just excited about this topic. You know, like you said, whatever, Whatever your choice is. So we're not saying go run out and... We're not saying get divorced, stay together, get a new boot. (laughs) We're not telling you to do nothing. Nothing, nothing. But journal... Get your journal. Get your We're telling you to do that. <laughs> and be honest with yourself and really be intentional about your, your walk and your journey and where you're at in your relationship. Walk and just be honest and transparent. That's yeah. where you get to where you need to be is through yeah. your own honesty. That That's it. So... Whew, Ooh, that was a lot. Of this relationship episode, we have an amazing, amazing community spotlight. Go ahead, P. It's us, the community. Yes, yes. I'm so happy for this community spotlight today. He is someone very close um, to Tuesdays with Tamika. He's uh, one of uh, the plethora of cousins that we do have. Um, His um, name is Tyshawn Flakes. We want to shout him out, his clothing line. The brand is Kingdom Apparel. You can find him on IG and other social media platforms at We Are Kingdom. Um, Definitely check the show notes um, for more information regarding his clothing line. Get your hoodies, your t-shirts, your sweaters. Um, Represent one time, Tyshawn. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. So shout out to our community spotlight. I think it was really cool that his shirt, what does it read? What does it says? Godly love, godly love, godly love. So I think, you know, in talking about relationships, one of the things that maybe we, we kind of referenced, but we really didn't talk about is I truly 
contribute my successful relationship to first and foremost my relationship with yes, God. Yes, definitely. Because if I didn't definitely. have a, a strong relationship with God, I would not have a relationship with my husband as I do. So godly love. It took godly love yeah. for me to attract him and for him to attract me. Yeah. So that's good. Today's listener letter, we're going to transition into the listener letter. So we have a listener letter this week. And you can you can also be featured on Tuesday with Tamika's podcast as one of our community spotlights yes. by emailing Tuesday with Tamika at gmail.com. And you can also get your letter written a read on air anonymously. Anonymously, of yes. course. By um, emailing Tuesday with Tamika your questions, your comments, your concerns. So this one was very fitting for this show. We have a, le- a letter. We are going to call her Susie. Okay, hey, Susie. <laughs> so Susie simply writes, "How do you love yourself?" So I want us both, P, to kind of just talk about the steps. Um, you know, we've talked about in, in our past shows how you've always kind of just been fully authentically yourself. But what steps did you take to fully love yourself? I just do. I don't <laughs> think there's any steps. Like, I just love me. Like, because if, if I can't love myself, well, let's take it back, really, because we, when growing up, we didn't have the best of circumstances all right. the time. We went through a lot of changes as a family, very challenging changes. That's a whole episode within itself. Yes, sir. Um, yes, ma'am. And I had to learn really how to have my own back, mm-hmm. really how to love myself, really how to believe in myself, really believe in myself as who, who I am as a person, yeah. because I realized if I, was, if I chose to internalize my circumstance, then I would never become anyone because my circumstance told me I was nothing. Yeah. My circumstance told me I wasn't important, you know? And so I really had to learn how to love myself. And that's pretty much all I had. Yeah. When you have nothing, you settle for the s- simplest of things. And loving myself and believing in myself was always something that I refused to let go. Um, and so I, I just believe that Loving to love yourself is important and it's a practice. It is a practice. It's a daily practice. Like I'm definitely into meditation, yoga, all of that jazz. And it's a daily practice that I put in place in my life to have that time for myself just to love my body. Yeah. Very good. So I'm not as fortunate as Miss P is here <laughs> to have always had a loving relationship with myself. Um, so some of the practical things that I have put in place to because to, to, now I am fully in love with myself. And if I'm truly honest, there's ebbs and flows. You know, there's some times where I'm like head over heels. And then there's some times that I'm like, girl, get it together. Yeah, and definitely. I have to, you know, really push myself to love who I am authentically and truly. But one of the things that I do is this practice. And I, I want to be very intentional about this. I learned this practice from one of my mentors, Miss Lisa Nichols. And I do it whenever I'm in one of those low moments where I'm not feeling completely in love with myself. And this is what I do. I simply look myself in the mirror and I tell myself, 
um, three things that I am completely proud of that I've completed. So whatever that may be, you know, it may be that I got my kids all day in immunizations. I got them all yeah. day. It could be yeah. something simple as that. I, I washed the dishes today, whatever. Three things that I'm proud of. And then I tell myself three things that I forgive myself for. Yeah. And then I tell myself three things that I promise myself. And I do this until that love rebuilds in me, until I start to feel strong again. So every day I look myself in the mirror when I'm going through feeling like trash, feeling like I'm unworthy, feeling yeah. like, because life, let's keep it real. You know, we're, we're at a good place in our life, but life happens, man. Yeah, life and happens. Yeah. from the moment that I like really entered this world, I had some challenges. Yeah. And so it caused me to not have a full like love fest with myself. Yeah. Like, some days I, I question, you know, who I am as a person and my purpose. And so when I get to those places, in order for me to fully love myself, I look myself in the mirror and they, and tears are flowing. Y'all know I'm a big crybaby and that's okay. <laughs> tears are flowing and I, I look myself in the mirror and I say, Tamika, I'm proud of you for, and I, I quote three things, Tamika, I forgive you for, oh, okay, I'm just going to say it. You know, I've had to forgive myself for the abortions. I had to forgive myself for having a lot of sex looking for a little bit of love. Yeah. I had to forgive myself for the attempted suicide. I yeah. had to forgive myself for you know, one night stands. Mm -hmm. I had to forgive myself for that. So I look, cause th those things are in the DNA of who you are. So Susie Q, you're feeling like you can't love yourself. Start by forgiving yourself. You can't love something that you don't forgive. So I, I look myself and I forgive myself for those things. And then I promise myself something. See, I promised myself that I was going to inspire people. I promised myself that I was going to write the books. I promised myself that I was going to be debt free. I, pro I promised myself these things. And by speaking it into existence, like I said earlier, life and death is in the power of our time. Yeah. If we continue to say things like, I don't love myself, you'll never love yourself. You have to start telling yourself, I love you. Look yourself in the mirror with your flaws and all. Get butt naked That's and what I look do. yourself in the mirror and, Every and look row, at I love you. the dimples the, because especially those of us that have carried children or just being alive just being whether you've carried children or not your body has carried my body has carried me for almost 40 plus or 40 years not plus aging myself for 40 <laughs> years my, my body has carried me my body has bore humans I've had humans living inside of me you know so I have to love all of that I have to love these big old legs I have to love my little feet I don't know how my my tiny feet carry this big old body I have to love yeah. this big old forehead because there's knowledge and there's wisdom inside of my head I have to love the freckles on my face. My sister's the one that used to be like, oh, your freckles are so pretty. So I started loving them. You know, oh, here's the other thing. Sometimes you got to link up. You got to link up with people that believe in you and that love you more than you love. And you got to borrow that. You got to borrow their love. You got to borrow their inspiration until you begin to start to feel it yourself. So... Oh, that was a whole that word. A I didn't expect <laughs> to give you guys all of that. Yes. But 
When it comes down to it, you cannot have a successful relationship after successfully completing a relationship until you really love yourself. So Susie Q and all the other listeners, we want to challenge you. Start to love yourself. And I'm going to, I love to do this. I love to push my, my fans, my family into challenges. And so this is what I want you guys to do this week. I want you guys to take some pictures, to take some selfies, to, you know, to do anything challenging yourself. And and I want you to hashtag Tuesday with Tamika. And then I want to, I want you to also hashtag I love myself. Mm -hmm. We're going to do I I love myself challenge. I love myself, definitely. Yeah. So, so me and P, we're going to, we want you guys to follow us. Follow us on our social media handles. You can find me at Tamika underscore Thomas. You can find P at At Facebook, Nicole Sims. Um, What's my IG? I don't know. We're going to put that in the show notes. We're going to put all of this in the show notes (laughs) for you guys to follow us. But we want you guys to take part of the challenge. We want you to start loving yourself. I I know it sounds crazy. I know you're like, man, she's just doing this for hype or clout. No, I'm doing this because these are the steps that I took to be where I'm at today. And it, you know, I I followed people and they said, take a picture, do this. And I believed it. I had crazy faith. And now I am where I am now. So, we love you guys we are super excited we thank you guys for tuning in share this podcast share our social media handles we love you we love you we love you love you miss you bye bye